Hello and welcome to Season 9, Episode 10 of County's Podcast, the only podcast exclusively covering the whole of the Northwest Counties Football League. I'm Gary Langley, one of the league directors, and I'm here with my usual partner in arms, Mr. Martin Fallon, the man of 12 jobs and fellow league director. Hi, Martin. Hi, you all right? You know what? I am. I am. It's been a long old week, um, but we're still here fighting the fight. And yeah. your lucky's still on. We've had no enforced power cuts yet. No, nope. so no. Nope. So good. I'd yeah, say it's going to be the airport, wouldn't it? Imagine yeah, that. Yeah. All, all your lucky goes off for three hours. <laughs> well, yeah. I've not put my heating on yet, though. That's why they've got the woolly hat on. I know where you're coming from. Yeah. I like that hat. Yeah. What have you got? Stranraer today. Standard. You know? Yeah. I've got the... Um... I'm leisure these days, semi-retired and all that. I've got the C Counties podcast cut. Counties podcast, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah. So we're good to go. And I've also got also got Oreo biscuits. Are they the standard ones or do you like the fancy Dan ones like I don't know because I've, I've thrown the outside wrapper away. So mm-hmm. I, 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 it's like a surprise. Do you know like when you take the label off, it's in the peas and you don't know what's in it? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Flashback to my youth when you used to get the bag of broken biscuits and you just uh, whatever, and it goes. And I, and um and cherry bakewell digestives. Strong, strong. It's nice, you know. You dip them in, and you really get the cherry bakewell flavour. As you, suppose your coffee. Isn't it with floaty bits of chocolate and cherry bakewell in it? Oh no, I don't. I don't dip them enough. They're not in long enough. They're not. They're not hobnobs. The king of dipping, you know. Yeah. They're prop. They're proper dippers. Them hobnobs. Hobnobs are great to dip, admittedly, but you need a separate cup of coffee for them because it's not coffee you're going to drink because it's full of oaty bits. No, you say you dip the hobnobs and they're like, come on, is that all you got? Give me more, want more. You can you can dip them in for ages, hobnobs. They're great. Anyway. Anyway, football. So, Martin, what have you been up to this week? This week, I... Look, look, the website's been quite busy, hasn't it? And I, I think we've got a, a, a quite interesting, exclusive announcement later on as well, have we not, for people to, as an incentive, to watch through the podcast as well? Yeah, we've been busy on the um, on the website. I, do you know what? I can't remember what I've been up to. It was Thursday today, isn't it? Yeah. As we record by the day, it's Thursday the oh, 6th. Yeah, Monday I did nothing. Tuesday I was at FC St. Helens for their first floodlit game. You and many of the league teams, and quite a few ground hoppers. Yeah, I guess we'll cover that on the on, on in a bit. Wednesday was um, league management meeting, and I played snooker as well. But is that why the meeting started late? I mean, really late. Uh, I don't know why. It started if anybody's late. wondering why I've got bags under my eyes, by the way, some was up quite late last night uh, because somebody who holds the key to the meeting. Or which way, whichever way you're looking at, or if you're listening to us, the other fellow on this podcast uh, omitted to get the meeting started on time. Well, because I, was, I wasn't told. What were you up to anyway? What, what took so flipping long? You were there at the tank top, you doing a workout or something? No, I was cleaning my fish tank out. So I, 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 I finished, finished work at five and I thought, I've needed to do this for months, to be honest. So um, 
yeah, five o'clock started. I didn't think it'd take as long as it did. It was. It took a long time. So yeah, half past seven when the meeting starts, I was nowhere near. I, I remember in my youth, I had a, a goldfish called Goldie. World's yeah. oldest goldfish. Lasted seven years. Oh, yeah. Every now and again, it seems the same size and it's like, it's like colour differential, but I put that down to the weather. Um, yeah. But I'm glad I wasn't the one that used to clean it out, so that must have been quite a, a chore, to be fair. Seven years? That one, the goldfish I've got in there is probably well older than seven, I reckon. Hmm. It used to be ones that we used to get them from the fair. They lasted forever. Don't know why. Yeah. yeah, they died within two days or they lasted forever. There's no, no in between. But yeah, so yeah, I cleaned my fish tank out and I've got one of the, it's like a corner unit. That and it's got, these, it's, got, it's got these two pipes in. So it takes the pipe, it takes all the dirty water out. Don't know how it does that. And it puts it into a filter underneath and then it sends the clean water back up into the tank. So like theoretically, yeah, theoretically all you have to do is clean the filter out. So is that what like took three hours? No, so I filled the tank back up, uh, you know, just before the meeting. Oh, and then I, I, had, I had a piece left over. Oh, that's so I thought, Where's this piece from? I, like, I know, it's out the filter. So, me being an idiot, opens the filter to put it in, forgetting there's blooming gallons and gallons of water above it. <laughs> So, so he starts spewing water out all over the floor. I'm going, ah, can't stop it. There's nothing I can do about it. So I had to basically let gallons of water just go onto my wood floor, mopping it up as it's emptying it. What happened to Mr. Goldfish then? Is, is Mr. Goldfish still with us? Oh, yeah. He's just swimming around. He's laughing at me, probably. Bereft of all the drama, eh? Fair enough. So, so, yeah. so that, that explains why you're in the tank top. Looking hot and sweaty, we were all thinking that you're doing some sort of workout. Thinking, oh, oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so fair, fair enough. In brighter news, it, it 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 had good comms. We were playing games of I Spy and all sorts going on whilst you were waiting for the meeting to start, and we had to do it the old-fashioned way via text. Yeah, um, not bad meeting though. Um, I'm, I'm sure clubs will find out what went on because there's no hiding place at the minute to come out. And um, for, for those who are just casuals or go to the games or whatever, we have that monthly meeting, which Martin and I have discussed on the podcast over the years. It generally lasts two to three hours. Uh, we discuss the issues of the day and do a bit of company business, as you yeah. do. Yeah, there's also a, um, a discipline meeting before it, which... You've been on the discipline panel in the past. I've been on it in the past. I've just come off it. Um, yeah, I'm just, just finding the time to be perfectly honest. Oh, you're gonna have to change the t shirt. And then the man with 12 jobs is now the man with the 11 jobs. Oh, no, I've got 12 jobs. I'm a fish tank cleaner as well now. Probably mine. Yeah, so I've come off discipline. I've gone on to fish tank cleaning. So, ah, still, got, still, still got 12 jobs. Yeah, ah, fair, fair. No, that's all good then. Excellent. So, um it's been a busy week-ish for football as well, on it? So, quite a bit to discuss. Um, I think the best place to start is probably last weekend, to be fair, and then builds up to what's been going on this week. Because obviously, we mentioned last week there was quite a lot of um, county games as well, so we'll probably touch on them delicately. Um, oh, but, you mean county cup games? Yeah, them as well. You know what I mean. Yeah. 
yeah. yeah there's, there's been a few it's been a long old day somebody kept me up late last night but i digress right um should we start with the fa cup martin i think i think it seems fair because there was two rather valiant performances yeah uh, on saturday um yeah I, I think we'll go with the fa cup first obviously um Berry were away at Clitheroe. They drew 1-1 one, one in front of 1,756 hardy souls. Great crowd, that, isn't it? Massive. Massive. There's still a lot of love for the FA Cup. Yeah. Whatever way you dress it up, it, it's, still, it, it's still the Premier Cup competition. Just yeah, so the Edward Case Cup. Have you, heard, have you heard how that game went at all? Have you had any feedback from it? No, no, I've been... I've been um, Busy with one or two things myself, but um, well, uh, I, I look at some of the social media, you know, I should do your set of socials. On yeah, the, a large cup of coffee, that's been a good cup. Um, John from Abbey Holton ringing me. I'll, I'll ring him back later. Ah, he sounds a good sport to get warm in here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Clitheroe took an early lead in after 10 minutes in that game. Um, Congle, not Congleton, Berry came back well. Um, but I think Clitheroe scored the first 10 minutes, weren't it? Was it uh, Mac Kane? Mac Kane. Mac or Matt? I don't know, Mac Kane. Um, yeah. yeah, they should, should have had a penalty towards the end of the first half. Uh, big shout, not given. Um, second half, they scored quite early on uh, to level things up. And you had the better of the second half. They just couldn't really find the way through, Barry. So, yeah, one all draw and it went to a replay um, on Wednesday evening. How did, how did that go, Martin? We'll do the replays now. So, yeah, great night for Berry yeah. and the replay. We'll do FA Cup all in one it, and then we'll go through to leagues and then other yeah. bits and bits. Oh, yeah, great night for Berry and the replay. They, um, they won 2 0. So, through to the final qualifying round of the um, FA Cup. And then we'll host York City in the next round, which is a week on Saturday. That'll be interesting for Berry fans of any persuasion AFC, FC. Whatever FC, it's easy to forget. Playing York in the in the football league, won't we? Yeah, yeah, it's easy to forget. This is Berry's first ever FA Cup campaign. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, it's even more astonishing that they're through to the the final qualifying round and a chance to go through to the first round proper. Really, big big task, but that that could be a cracking Martin Fallon fact for next season. If the two Berries come to an agreement or merge or whatever ahead of next season, Berry AFC could be one season wonders in the FA Cup and make it potentially through to the first round in that in their one and only season. No, no, no. because if, if they come to an agreement with a merger, that that entity continues as whatever the merged club will be. Yeah, but surely they'd continue as Berry FC. Well, they might change the name, but there'll still be that history. Will still show there's that break. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, it won't be one season wonders. The name, maybe. Yeah. Mm. You know where but, it's coming from. So anyway, what happened in the replay again? So, so they won, yeah, and they're are they home or away for York. So yeah, so yeah, they won two 0 uh, Ben Waters scored a penalty just before the break, um, and he came out the second half. You know, really buoyed up still and added a second, I think it was, was it Conor Coma? Um, oh, Conor, Conor Coma set up um, Lewis Gilboy. Ah, yeah. Conor got the uh, goal in, in the first leg, didn't he? 
Yeah, so Connor, Connor crossed for Lewis and Lewis scored the second. That was the start of the second half. And they yeah. sort out the game comfortably. Another good crowd, 1,142. So, 700 there. Uh, brilliant. And then York City, they're at home to York. Um, Ooh, right, OK. I, I believe that I'm not a confirmation of the date through yet, but I believe that Radcliffe. Are, I don't know if they were at home next Saturday or not, but they've said that Barry can play the cup tie at home on the Saturday, which is good because obviously when there's a clash, it's usually pushed back to the Sunday. So I'm not going to get involved in all the potential politics of suggesting that there's a nice big ground just up the road that might be available for hire for a, for the day. I'm not going to go there. But anyway, yeah. I digress. There was another team involved in the. I mean, Bake Up. They're not going to rent Bake Up. Yeah. They'll go with Bake Up. I'd go with Bake Up. I haven't been for ages. Like, oh, I really must apologise to Brent. Sorry, Brent. I need, yeah. I need to get up there. You can come, come with me on the Wednesday, the 11th of November, if you want. Wednesday, the 9th of November. Things are better, you know. Things Might are better. Yeah. Anyway, so so yeah, Betty 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 through to the next round and, and you know, you've got to say, cracking chance of getting through to the to the final qualifying rounds in ninety minutes, isn't it? As a one off game. It's yeah. gonna to be tough because obviously York City, they play in the National League these days. They got promotion last season back from back from National League North via the playoffs. So you know, it will be hard. I think it'll be a cracking game, though. No, I I don't think I don't think it's a shoe in for either side. No, I don't. Betty won't be overawed at all. No, no. We think we think they've won. They beat four sides higher up than them now in in, in this run so far. So you know, another one will make a difference, even though the level's quite a bit higher. Yeah. Now, good luck to them anyway. They, they deserve a yeah. Uh, they deserve a good run. To, to be fair, as well, the fans are really knowledgeable. I, I've come across them a few times over the last season and a half, and they know the stuff. You know, they, they might be used to watching football league stuff, but they've adapted really quickly to non-league. They know the stuff. They yeah. know the history, they know the heritage. So, yeah, fair play to them. What about Congleton? Martin, talk to me about Congleton. Back well, Congleton were, Congleton were selected as the um, live team. So, they were the live game on the red button on, on Saturday afternoon. So, um yeah, they, they played AFC Fylde from National League North at home. It was a sellout crowd. Um, although it did look a bit bare behind the goal. But That's probably I the think... biggest crowd since the Groundhog game that we took there. Yeah, probably is, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. it did look bare behind the goal, but it's... I don't know if people know this. A lot of your capacity is to do, to do with how many turnstiles you have. So it's the flow of people going into the ground. That actually limits your capacity, not however many can physically stand around it. So not easy, Congleton, is it? Because I mean, you're basically coming in off a residential. Street. Yeah, you've only got two, so mm. you know their their crowd, their capacity crowd will be what one thousand three hundred and twenty. That'll be it. So and you've got that really steep bank up the, up the back as well, behind the uh, mind, body, and soul stands as well. Yeah, that's, that's a crap place to watch football. I have to say, as long as it's not wet. Really cherry bake well, you then. They're nice. Anyway, they um they took the lead with well, not long left, to be honest. You know, it was nil-nil for 
quite a long period of that game. Um, and Congleton took the lead with about 15 minutes to go. Dan Needham. I don't know if you've seen the goal or not. I'll be honest with you, Martin. I've got a confession to make. I oh. didn't watch any football at all on Saturday. Really? Wow. Unusual. So it was a um, free kick from the, the right back, uh, floated into the edge of the box. Tom Pope helped it on. And Dan Needham hooked it on, hooked it into the um, top right-hand corner of the net. Keeper had no chance. Um, and then in the 90th minute, they missed a great opportunity to make it 2-0. Uh, this, this young lad, I can't, can't remember his name, Max. Maybe he's a young substitute. He's only 18 years old. He got brought on and literally... 20 seconds later, he got put through, clear of the defence, keeper to beat. He squared it for his teammate, really unselfish, really good awareness. And the keeper made a fantastic save. Was it Mackenzie Faulkner? Can't remember. Oh, God. I've got the lineups on the screen, Martin. Yeah, <laughs> well, look. Um, is it George, George Sankey, it was. That's really Max, in it? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. He's a young lad. He, he joined on trial um, in the summer and, he, and he's worked his way through the Congleton set-up into the first team. And Yeah, really good awareness for him. Fair play. And then, yeah, that was in the 90th minute and two minutes into stoppage time. Nick Horton, former Runcorn Town player, um, curled a free kick into the top right corner. Um, really good free kick. He's, he's renowned for doing it. You know, he's, he's been always played in the football league. He's a quality player. Um, he's been at filed for quite a number of years now. Um, so yeah, that was one all. Really disappointing for Congleton um, having to go to the replay. Having been so close to going through, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and Not a bad in the place to go to for a replay, mind. Say again. Not a bad place to go to for a replay. No, no. It's a, have you you've been to filed for a game. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've been there. It's um, filed against Alfreton Town. I went. Um, nice. Was it the new gap or was it the yeah the, the new gap? gap? Yeah, yeah. Just a random story about the old gap. Obviously, when they were um, Kirkham and Westham, do you know when they first came into the league? Um, yeah. They 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 won the FA Vars in the first season as a, as a first division side or a division two side as it was then. And then the next season in the Vars, they played Runcorn Linnets. So I went up with a couple of friends of mine. Uh, this Ooh. was at the this was at the old ground, is it Kellamar Park? It was called. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they had no facilities really. They had this big tent behind the goal, like a like a marquee. So I, I went. I needed the loo like in the second half. So I wandered into this marquee. Obviously, no one's in there. Everyone's watching the game. And the FA FA Vars is just sat there on the table. Nice. <laughs> I'm like. Huh? <laughs> random? <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, I, I can equally random that. I've actually seen Stranra away at AFC Files in a friendly at the old ground. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, it was pretty surreal. I'm, I'm there with all my footballing clan at a game at eight million miles away off my doorstep, watching my team. Oh, I think we got beat in the end. I think we gave a good account of ourselves. But anyway, um, yeah. Like the old ground, um, but I have to say I like the new ground as well. Yeah, the new ground, fantastic, stunning, absolutely smith. 
Yeah, really, really nice. Oh, and, um, you know, they've got real big ambitions going into the Football League themselves. Um, they have, though, but I think we've, we've spoken ourselves, haven't we, that about clubs who go up, you find a bit of a level and a ceiling where they really have to chisel away. Yeah, yeah. And they, they couldn't get past, the, they were knocking on the door, they couldn't get past the National League slash conference, yeah. as it was then. Uh, and they suffered a relegation the other year. A bit of a surprise when they went down, to be honest. But, you know, sometimes good clubs do go down. <laughs> I'll take your word for it, Martin. So, yeah. by the way? What? Are you over it yet? Have you come to terms with it? Oh, I was, I'm over it. Yeah. One thing that happens, I've always said, if you finish bottom, you deserve to go down, don't you? You don't want reprieves from bottom place teams. So would you have to give one? Well, you'd have no choice too, would you? But, you know. It's the honourable thing. Well, no, but if the FA say we're reprieving whatever, you have to do it, don't you? But bottom place team in the league should get relegated every every season, really. I think, I think. I the worst team in the league. But anyway. Oh, talk, talk to me about the replay because I, I I acknowledge that we're sort of like twenty five minutes into the podcast and we've only mentioned one game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, yeah, so yeah, the, the replay um, filed went into a three goal lead. Sort of, you know, the first 25, 20, 25 minutes were sort of feeling each other out. They then scored and again and again. And then I think the Congleton keeper went off injured at three nil. Right. Um, with no substitute keeper on the bench. So, it was, you know, they were up against it. They put one back just before half-time, but, you know, two more goals in the second half made it 5-1 and easy progression. For AFC filed, uh, they go to Kidderminster Harriers in the next round. Very close. But, yeah, you have to say, fair play to Congleton. You know, that's still an impressive go. The whole run's been fantastic, I think. You know, they beat some good... I think they beat three... Uh, Northern Premier League teams are you know beat Nantwich away from home they drew with Newcastle on the road it's, it's been a good run for them you know it, you think last year they had a good FA Vars run they've had a good FA Cup run this season um, should have bagged quite a bit of money from the Cup run this season so hopefully you know will they finally put a good league challenge together maybe not this season but next season yeah, you never know. They might scrape in this season. It might shut us up at the start of season ten, episode one, when we pick our faves again, which will undoubtedly include Congleton. But hey ho, well, right. Gary, you know as well as I do, we'll be going season thirty-four, episode one. Will Congleton commit a goal this year? I'm sure Congleton will be long gone by then. They'll be looking for league. Yes, anyway. Hopefully. So, got a right. new body. They're too big a club not to. Right, Martin. Half hour in. Should we dip into some league games? Um, yeah, let's let's touch on something. What? You want to talk us through what happened in the Premier Division on Saturday then? Well, might run with the Premier Division. Yeah. Um, I was at Paddyham on Saturday. So Paddyham two, West Isbury and Charlton three. Nice. I was uh, presenting Paddyham with their 1,000th game award. So they've had, recently had 1,000 games in the um, Northwest Counties League, which is 
good achievement. Um, yeah. they've got they've got a nice scoreboard at Paddyham now on the clubhouse electronic oh, scoreboard. Pardon? Have you got one of the digital doodads? Have they always? Yeah, it's, it's really smart to be honest. Yeah, how do them fairly competitively priced? But I know yeah, Sandbox have got one, and um, that Witchurch got one before, before they went down to the yeah. So it, it was it was a supporter of the club who unfortunately passed away. Um, they they did a collection, I think, or, or he left some money to the club, one one or the other. And obviously they decided to get something worthwhile with that money. Um, so did the, the scoreboard is as well. Um, something along those lines. Say again, sorry. Didn't Paddy and bring in a tiki hut as well? Um, around about the same time with that. I think no, I think yeah, I remember the story on the website about it. Yeah, so so yeah, it's, it's a nice touch. The scoreboard's dedicated to this man as well, so he's got his name up there on the scoreboard. Um, but yeah, clock electronic scoreboard, it looks really nice, looks really, really nice. Awesome. Um, so yeah, it was a good game, West Didsbury 1 3 2. Ben Elliott got. Um, two goals in that game. You can believe they've got 17 goals already this season. No, I can't believe it, to be honest with you. Yeah. Oh, on the 1st of October, he's on 17 goals. Crazy. Um, Longridge had a good win. They beat Lower Breck 5-1. Um, Who's that? Longridge Town. Long yeah, did. so, you know, they've been having a bit of a bad time the last couple of weeks, but they turned it around phenomenally. Phenomenally. In good fashion. Uh, also, five one was um, Charnet Richard who beat FC Isle of Man five one. Good stuff. As, as what's his face got his five one with goal yet, Mister Grimshaw? No, not yet. No. What's his face? It has been a long day. Sorry, Carl. Anyway, by the way, uh, do speed up. We, 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 yeah. Well, I've got every Aston Athletic. I don't. I don't know why win. So that was. That was two inside 48 hours. So you were you know, like like trains, you wait for one and two come along at once. What did we say on last week's podcast? Ashton Athletic just need a little bit of luck and they'll be off. And here we yeah. are. Two, two wins in five minutes. Yeah, Cody knows what he's on about. Um other one at Bursco. Um yeah, I guess a big game of the day was a bit of a damp squid, which was um all motors against Withenshaw Town. It was first against second. And ended nil nil, so I guess cancelling each other out really. Just two good teams. It happens, doesn't it? Quite often, really. It does, yeah. But you know, I think both sides probably, if he's had quite aware, they might be happy with a point. Although I'm sure Mr. McGrath probably isn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Premier Division. Avro as well. Yeah, oh. and Winsford through with Squires Gate one one. And that... sure the Remy had a win as well, didn't he? That's um yeah, but Pressbridge is um that's uh Pressbridge's manager used to manage Avro, didn't he? Leo Brown. Good gate there as well, two hundred and fifty eight. I thought that was quite impressive. Where was that? At Avro. Uh, at Pressbridge against oh, Avro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um Little and Remica, yeah, they beat Kendall Town two one. So Awesome. Good result, yeah. Um, should have a look at Division One North. Yep. So obviously, results of the day was Runcorn Town uh, beating Astang. 
<laughs> That's three wins in four at home after 20 months without a win. It's like, blooming hell. Yeah, right. we, you get you quite a way away from trouble. Yeah, we, well, we always said we just need a bit of time to gel, and hopefully we're gelling now. So you know, start moving up that league. But yeah, there's some um, some good performances. So Pilkington, they maintain their 100 percent record um, within two 0 at AFC Blackpool. So they're, they're top of the league. But you know, the, the chasing pack. Pardon? Not surprisingly, with the their current run of four. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but the chasing pack, shall we call them, is, is basically all, all one on Saturday. Exton Villa won, FC St. Helens won, um, Adderton are up there, aren't they? They won at Nelson. That was a starting to see. Yeah, um, starting to see a bit of a, a, a two-half split really in Division One North. You can see, you can see sides you might be clambering to get into that top half. But I digress. Hey, yeah. Bacon won. Yeah, well, I'll, just, I'll come on to Baker in a minute. Ilkley, Ilkley have, um, you know, they've, they've had a really good start to the season. They won 4-0 at South Liverpool. Um, so they're, they're doing well. Um, so, yeah, I guess the biggest game of the day was probably Exton Daisy Hill, wasn't it? It's two sides who were both in the playoffs at the minute. Then Exton had 1-0, come out 1-0 winners in that game. Third minute winners. Third minute as well. Yeah. Um, up, you say, yeah, Bake Up had a good win. They beat Kalisamore Celtic 3 2. Um, they were 2 0 down in that game, and then Toby Wright scored a hat trick. So, good turnaround again. It's amazing how many times Bake Up actually turn games around like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, they, they can't exactly sit on their hands, can they? Brent won't let them. Well, yeah, plus, plus the players, I know they'll be there till eight o'clock at night for the, the, the post match analysis if they, uh, if they don't pull the finger out. Um, Darwin had a good win they won away at Atherton LR um, and I think the one they haven't mentioned is Holker Old Boys against Ashton Town so Holker 6-2 winners in that game so Ashton Town still still really struggling at the minute Ashton you know still looking for that first win of the season which will come you know. aren't you there on Saturday Martin? yeah it's a cup game Saturday though so um but yeah, yeah. Like Ashton were turning up in that game and Honker, Honker turned it round and were worthy winners in the end, like I say. Um, getting back to sort of last season's form, Holker, really. It's been a stagnated start for them. They sort of came out the traps fairly quick and then every now and again, they just seem to stutter a little bit. Yeah, it's, when they lose, like, they tend to lose like 3-2. Yeah. So they're scoring the goals, they're just letting them in. Yeah. And Martin, the other one I just mentioned there as well, FC St. Helens, they beat Steeton 2 0. Yeah, I think I thought I mentioned that one, but I think I mentioned they won, but I didn't touch on the game, didn't I? No, fair so, Yeah, good, good at home, though, FC St. Helens, to be fair. You know, a, bit of, a bit of a fortress they made it. Yeah, I haven't been there um, a couple of seasons back, and he was just starting to get all the uh, the fundamental key parts in place. Yeah. Really need to, to get along to a game, I'm, sh- I'm sure it will at some point. Um, I'll get along there. I believe you were you were there midweek, weren't you, with the likes of uh, Mr. Boller, um, Andy Langley, no relation. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll um, come on to that. We'll come on to that in a minute. Yeah, come on to that in a moment. Yeah, midweek games. Okay, should we have a look at Division so, One South? Yeah, just just to finish South Division off, I guess. And um, so Stockport Town uh, are um, top of the division. Um, they 
Were they, they away, wasn't they? Yeah, they were Britain away at Brockton. Yeah. Yeah. So, top of, top of the table, class, they won 2-0. Scott McGowan on target again, who was the um, player of the month for, for August. Um, proven player, isn't he? I think he's really making the difference for Stockport at the minute. Heading the goal-scoring charts as well for that division. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Withenshaw Amateurs are in second. They've been just behind them for a couple of weeks, but they're, they're in good form. Um, they drew 0-0 with, with um, Cheadle Heath Nomads, a bit of a derby there. Surprising. Uh, yeah, South Manchester derby. But um, 220 there for that game. Good going. So let me have a drink. I thought you'd have filled the silence for our audio only listeners. Anyway. How's that see the atmosphere? <laughs> Thanks. Um, so just down the road for that, Cheadle Town beat Roaster uh, 7-2. Is it Roaster, Roaster? I say this every week. Roaster. Um, is, is that Roaster with a new manager as well? Yeah, they've got a new manager. We spoke about him last week. It's good. Yeah. It's the same with any new manager. It'll, especially with the team bottom of the league. It's just going to take a little bit of time, but, you know, it's just unfortunate they came up against Cheadle, who were um, in form, really. That was their fourth successive win for Cheadle. So, you know, good going, really. Yeah. Um, Ellesmere El, Rangers. Um, excuse me, I've got an itchy chest. Anyway, um, really? Rangers, uh, yeah, they, they had a good 3-1 away win at Sandbach. So it's not all you reading these out in Martin, but I, you, you've got my eyes going all over the place. You what? Hey, what? Yeah, right, I'm ready. I can keep up with you. Fire away. Ellesmere Rangers, yeah, 3-1 yeah, win they, at Yeah, they, they had a good win at Sandbach, uh, 3-1. Always a difficult place to go, Sandbach. Um so they're third in the league and just below them, Barnton in fourth. Uh, they had a, also had a good away win and 2 0 away at Foley Mere. So, yeah, indeed. Happy days. Um, other results um, obviously, we've covered all the, the top and the playoffs. Abbey Hay uh, beat Eccleshaw 3 1, which is a really good win because Eccleshaw have been doing well this season. Not let many goals in, really. Um, so, good for Abbey Hay to get that, that three points. Going, you know, they were in the playoffs last season, weren't they? And just where they want to get back to, I guess. Again, they'll be like Hulk, they'll be looking to try and get that rhythm, that form back in and that consistency. Results like that won't do them any harm. No, no, not at all. Um, New Mills were 2 1 winners at Asheville. Um, exactly the same as Abby Hay, really. You know, New Mills were in the playoffs last season. They, they struggled this season, they're down in 13th place, but. You know, wins such as that will will turn their season around, really. So, good going. Um, Camel Laird, 1907, won 2-1 away at Alsager Town. Much needed away win for Lairds, well done. Yeah, um, first away win of the season for Lairds, that. So, it it, it lifted them out the, the bottom three, um, up to 16th in the table. Slight bias um, there, long may that continue. No, main road beat Abbey Hulton United, 1-0. Um, and the only other game um, is Stockport Georgians, who played Stafford Town. Um, Stockport running out 4-1 winners in that game. So, yeah, I spoke to their manager after that game. Um, you know, and he, he was really pleased with, with the performance. Um, you know, they started to... They, 
they struggled at first, didn't they? To be honest, when they when they come into the league, he needs to find the feet. Yeah, exactly, and and I think they're sort of doing that now. You know, if you can win your home games, you're gonna you're gonna do well at this level. Um, and four-one win against Stafford is a great result. Yeah, absolutely, Stafford, uh, Stafford, and not pushovers by any stretch of the imagination. No, no. So yeah, that, that's your um, that's your south as well from last weekend. Fair play. So yeah, um, into midweek. You mentioned um, Tuesday. Uh, so I was at FC St Helens. It was the switch on of their lights. Um, and it, yeah, it was a good night. There was um, just under a hundred there in, in attendance. Uh, St Helens won two one for that game. Thank you. Yeah, St Helens won two one for that game. The, the lights really impressive, actually. Really impressive. Um, funny story, do you know about their lights, Gary? One regalers. It got a bit dark on Saturday, so Steve, the the um, secretary, decided to try the lights out. Steve Leather, yeah, decided yeah, he, to try the, he's um, very hands-on at FC St. Allen's, yeah. Yeah, decided to try the lights out for the last 20 minutes, you know, just ahead of Tuesday's game. And why not? So he switched them on. Yeah. Nothing happened. Ooh. It's like, shit, what's going on? Oh, gosh, it's to be 18. Yeah. So he got on the phone to the uh, installers and they said, it's not dark enough. He went, what? Oh, they got one of these lighting sensors that, that say yeah. by not allowing the lights to be not yeah. handy by some over-keen ground staff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so a feature so basically, it wasn't dark enough to put the lights on, according to the sensor. So they um, they, they wouldn't go on. <laughs> I tell you what, though, it probably good news that for Steve because obviously he's testing his lights out, test works, and it's going to save him a few bob. So they've obviously got some good kit in there. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, uh, and, and were, to be honest, they're really nice lights, the LED floodlights. Um, give, yeah, they give off really bright light. Obviously, where where needed. Um, You've been to other grounds where it's light there and then it's dark just off where the lights were. You've all been to certain grounds which you won't name, but where yeah. it's a little bit um, sketchy. But, so it wasn't necessarily like that. You, you could see all around the ground. Um, you know, you could see everywhere you were going, but it wasn't overspill light type thing. So it was, Yeah, it was I, I suppose because they're, they're right parallel to a residential area there as well, so they've, they've got to probably do the best to keep yeah. the locals yeah, so like you say, there was uh, was myself there, um, Volley. Jeff Volley, yeah, and Andy, who's uh, um, um, St. Helens Town. Yeah, wasn't very happy the other week. It wasn't very happy yesterday, but um, yeah, he was there. Martin Stewart was there. No way, last from the past. Yeah, yeah, Martin Stewart was a for, for, former uh, on the league for. Oh, a couple of, couple of months, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was nice, it was nice, nice to catch up. Yeah, I was going through my social media, something such and such is there, such and such is there. With hindsight, I perhaps should have uh bombed the big coat and maybe headed along the road, but mm. it was a long day, won't go there. Yeah. With that. Yeah. So, so yeah, that wasn't the um only first floodlit game of the week because also on the same night was Foley Mayor against Stafford Town. Uh, Foley Mayor having their first ever game under floodlights. Um, yeah. And again, a home one win. 
for um, Foley Mayor against Stafford. Uh, Tom Wakefield scored twice for them. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a good midweek for the uh, new floodlight clubs. I spoke yeah. to um, the Groundhop UK guy, uh, Chris Berezai, earlier on. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, he was in attendance at that game, Foley Mayor. What the? Oh, we're saying that's probably not a million miles away for Chris, to be fair. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, so, so, yeah, he was there. He was quite impressed, he said. You know, he was quite impressed with the um, the ground and the lights and the nice big stand at Foley Mayor, he said. He said he was, he was chuffed. Yeah. Coming soon to a ground hop near you. Yeah. yeah. Be coming round soon, this ground hop, won't it, actually? Yeah, you know, the, the 2023 ground we'll discuss that one week yeah we'll, we'll, when we get a little bit closer to it um a couple of games yeah. in the prem as well man the golf fests yeah so so obviously they were the first division north and first division south um yeah the th- two games in the premier division it should have been three but within short town against congleton was off because obviously congleton were playing in the um fake cup at night mm-hmm. but yeah west is in charlton one lower breck four so there was a eyebrow. Yeah, so Jawa Um but the way West Didsby have been informed recently, um that was some win. So if I'll, I'll tip my hat. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh Jawad Jabrin, he um he scored that trick with um Jamie Manor getting the other one. So yeah, a good good win for Lower Brett, much needed as well, I'd say. Yeah, I, th- I think just they brought up a few new faces as well. I mean, they need to try and um, plug a couple of gaps and to try and make them a bit more creative up top. So looks like it's yeah. working. Yeah, and then the other one on the night was Bursko against FC Alaman, which absolutely but, crazy game. So so Bursko twice fell behind in that game, twice levelled, and then they were four two down at half time. So you're thinking another uh, sorry night. Bursko. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Bursko were four two up at half time. Sorry, and then FC Alaman were four two down at half time. Um, and, and yeah, you're thinking, oh, another, another, you know, sorry night on the road for the Ravens, uh, coming over and, and conceding a few. And then the second half, seven four, they won. What? Uh, I, uh, I, we've said before, haven't we? It, it's it's been a long season for Persco so far, but they they just not clicked into gear yet. And to be fair, the Ravens, when you want to put in a, a good performance, we've seen it at first hand. They they can they can up it gear, very yeah. capable. Um, so it looks like sort of went to form a wee bit. Yeah. So um, just just another little little bit of stats for you, Harry. That was the third 4 7 scoreline in Northwest Counties history. I mean, there's been two more. Yeah, there was, yeah. So 1999, um, Main Road 4, Leak CSOB 7. Leak County School, Old Boys. Yeah, yeah. Um, And in 1992, um, Castleton Gabriels. Four, Burnley Bank Hall seven. Yeah, Cassie Gabs, I get because obviously they were the artists rightly known as Rochdale Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burnley, Burnley, you. Burnley Bank Hall. All right, okay. Yeah. That's, uh, that's that, 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 sorted. 
Yeah, that, that was a Division 2 game, that. So. Blimey. That's a, that's, a, that's a first. I mean, obviously, we talk um, former NWCFL sides quite a bit off camera and so on. And we know our stuff, but that's a new one on me. Yeah, I don't know. Only Bank Hall, yeah. They, were, uh, they, they came into the league. They, they had one season in the league. That was it. Um, fin- finished 10th um, and then left. So. Speaking of former sides, for some reason earlier on today, I was on the Wikipedia page for Stantondale. Oh, yeah. Obviously, local football and all that. But um, yeah, I was reading about them as well. It's a shame they disappeared, but obviously issues there with the ground and whatnot. And, yeah, Stantondale, lads. I have to get Stuart on the case for some of these clubs that were one or two season guests in the county. Yeah. They, 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 had, they had six years in the league, Stantondale. So, yeah. Anyway. anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll do that with Stuart. Um, just, just cover the county. Um, before I do that, just a little plug. You mentioned Stuart Taylor there, so his uh, emblematically speaking series is on the uh, website. Um, today, today's one was, yeah, today's one's Asheville. So, looking all about the um, the you know, the history behind the Asheville badge. Did you know there's there's no place on the Wirral called Asheville. I was aware of that. Yeah, you know, a lot of people probably won't be. Yeah, but you know, it's it's not going to be like people asking for for Wraith when they're looking for Wraith Rovers in it. It's it's Wallasey Village, yeah, nice yeah. part of the world as well. But I'll be interested to read that. So I shall have a little read of that myself later on. Yeah, you fun. you can uh, and when this podcast finishes, you can go run your bath, bubble bath, and 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 read your uh, read all about that. About a few years ago, the foaming in the bath, so it's never again. Oh. Try explaining that to someone in the Apple store. Well, I was in the bath, bubbled up with my foam. Yeah. Foaming in the water. You can see him picturing me in the bath, bubbled up with my foam. Do they look you up and down when you do it? Yeah, he was picturing me in the bath. So that'll either be this evening's reading, um, <laughs> or this evening will be Burley Bank Hall, and tomorrow when I'm on my commute. Not, not, I've not mentioned me commute so far this week, but yeah, when I'm on my commute, I shall have a little look at that as well. Always a good, always a good read from Stuart because he doesn't yeah. do quickly paragraph efforts, he goes for it, he does his homework, Stuart, as you get to. Oh, he does, yeah. So, yeah, the, just to finish off midweek, the County Cups, uh, Charnett Richard beat Prestridge Hayes 4 1 in the Lancashire Trophy first round. That was on Tuesday. Mr. Grimshaw scoring that one. Say again, Did Mr. Grimshaw scoring that one. No, he didn't. No, I was sitting on a bouquet of flowers for him or something when he gets to five hundred. Flowers and stick them in a vase or something. Anyway, yeah. I digress. He, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't play. Oh. That one out the calls, wasn't it? Didn't he get sent off the other week? Maybe he's suspended. Ah, oh, oh. right there. Oh. Crack on, Carl. Yeah. Anyway, um, Bad Aldrich Town won four two at Selby Town. So. <laughs> Good win, good win there. Yeah. They've got a new manager, apparently, Barn Aldrich, you know. Have they not told you? No. So of the loop. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that, that, that's why he's not been on the league website. He's not told us. Anyway, Eccleshaw won Sporting Calcer 4. So Eccleshaw bowing out of the Staffordshire Cup. Um, good side Sporting Calcer, though. Didn't they turn another one of our sides out in the Vars fairly recently as well? He might have done anyway. Had to digress from the of Bell. 
they have in the past, to be honest. Yeah. One of those clubs that are always sort of better thereabouts. Yeah. It was, yeah. I don't think I've been there either. Something about. No, I've not. No. 2018 since he last played one of our sides in the FA Fires. Surprised me that. I've been thinking about it then. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah, it was Winsford as well. Um, and then and then the other one, which I'm going to touch on, um, was on Wednesday. Um, that was Exton Villa. We played with and Shore Amateurs, also in the Lancashire Trophy. Um, our third new team midweek playing under floodlights for the first time. Fair play to the clubs, Martin. It's not easy trying to arrange to get floodlights in when you're going through the whole rigmarole of trying to get into the into the MLS in the first place. No, then you've got no. time to get it all in, and all clubs have moted and cracked on and got them in. So fair play. Yeah, I mean the the, the FA changed the rules a couple of years ago, so you can now come into the league without floodlights. Um, as long as you've got the the agreement, you know, for funding in place, everything's done, and the lights have to be up by the end of September, which is that's the reason we're seeing all these games this this midweek because they've had until the end of December to put them up. You really got to crack on once you get that nod. You really, it's yeah, an absolute So so yeah, that, that's why we're seeing them. Uh, you know, previously you had to get your lights installed before you'd even applied, which you know that's why they changed the rules because. If you think about it, they cost what, in excess £40,000 for floodlights. And so then you get the four geezer with, with his light piece having to come out at like 11 o'clock at night to get an accurate looks reading. Yeah, yeah but you, in the olden days, you used to have to get your lights up before you even applied, so you could have spent forty grand for nothing. So it's a better way of doing it now by far, really is. Um, so yeah, Patrick Bibby scored a hat-trick in that game at Exton Villa against Withenshaw Amateurs. Um, and they're, they're through to the next round of the uh, Lancashire Trophy after the 5-2 win. got to say, that's a great win. Yeah, along to that one as well, as, as our representatives have a little look. Yeah, I've not heard back of him about, um, you know, how we found it. So, it's slacking a bit there, Mr. Voller, I think. Needs, needs sorting out. Do you know he's, um, do you know he's, he's challenging us to, um, to snooker at the AGM? I'm going to have to start saving me 50p's, aren't I? I'm going to be losing them hand over the fist. Well, I was thinking, there's got to be a snooker hall in Blackpool. I, w- I would imagine there'd be a few. I, I, do you know what I actually think there is? Um, yeah. Around the corner from Blackpool South Station, I'm pretty sure there's, there's a, a... We're not going all the way to South Blackpool for, for it. In... Oh, there's one in the hotel. No, that's what I mean. But if, yeah. Mate, 20p's on the side. Will yeah. the, uh... Anyway, yeah, challenge accepted. We, we could do with a we could do with a fourth player, though. I'm sure some shark will uh, emerge. Yeah. From the... If anybody wants to join me and Gary and Jeff in the uh, in the snooker competition, I, I bet you know, Ian's is a bit of a, a closet Stephen Henry on the quiet. I reckon he's in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's he's more a um, Willie Thorne type guy, I think. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> love you, Ian. <laughs> right, well, so yeah, that, that's all the football from midweek. So, excellent. Um, got a quick look at weekend games. Yeah, let's have a little look, see where we're off. If, if we're going anywhere, I did, I did have a uh, timer, but I don't know where it's going. 
Yeah, we, we were gonna have a we we're gonna do, have a, a little bit of exclusive work we, before we uh, we, we finish. Well, up. Let's do the games first, and then we'll yeah, have let's a see look. what we got. Right, where are you off to, Martin? I'll be at Ashton Town this weekend, so um, I expect a full report on the refurb. Yeah, yeah, apparently they're doing well. So, I was going to go there, but yeah, it's Ash Ashton Town against um, Runcorn Town. That's in the Edward Case Cup second round. Oh yes, the Division One Cup second round. Yeah, so it's, the Edward Case Cup gets underway this weekend. Um, I don't know about you, Martin. But it's good to see that the cuts in the right calendar time frame again, and it's decent. Yeah, you know, last year was was poor, but it was different. I, I understand with obviously the COVID restrictions why it had to be done, but yeah, yeah. a good case gets underway. The FC Isle of Man are the holders. They beat Lairds in the final last year. Martin, but, um, a There's a game on on Friday night. Oh, no, I'm just talking. About, I'm just talking the thingy at the minute. Can't mention the weekend. I'm discussing the game on Friday night. Yeah, but that's the Premier Division. Yeah, so the Premier Division. We're just talking about Edward Case Cup and oh, how, how FC FC Isle of Man are the holders and they can't defend their um, cup because they got promoted. No comment. Mm. Not, not the first time that's happened, though. You think, you think the holders should be in it? Is it like a wild card? You might see it as, uh, well, no, we're not going in that. We're, we're, we're a Premier Division side now. Straight up yeah. invisible tie. Yeah. Although it, it would be nice. But um, no, I, I think if you're lucky enough to get promotion and win a cup in the same season, you're doing all right. Yeah. You'd be quite happy to hand one back. Yeah. We still have to sort the FC Alaman out as well, by the way. I'm thinking November. Yeah, we were going to do it later this month, but it's just coincided with train strikes. And but I, I tell you what, well, I you can't get a train there, you see. Yeah, but if you're going to go to like Tahitian for the easier ferry sailings, then that's a move. You're but, not going to make me go to the Isle of Man on a ferry, are you? You can fly over. I'll meet you there. You you can do the takeoff if you don't make it. I'll raise a toast in your honour, and I'll represent the county's podcast. Do you know what I think we should do? I think we should do a video podcast of the trip. It'd be daft not to. Yeah, let's make it happen. Let's make it happen in November and let's start looking at options for digs because the later you leave it, it doesn't have to get pricey on the Alaman for digs. It's all right. Well, believe it or not, there's a Premier in on the Alaman. Who knew? Really? <laughs> Didn't know that. Yeah, let's make it happen. We, we keep me that. Yeah, we need to make it happen. We've got a, a couple of good uh, regular watchers slash listeners for from the Isle of Man. Looking forward to us coming over. We need yeah, to, uh, and who found us good breakfast places as well. Yeah. yeah. Let's make it happen. We will, we will, we will. Um, so, yeah. so, the yeah, Edward Case Cup. Pictures are on the website. I'm not going to read, read them out because obviously there's... Um, there's eight ties in the north. There's eight ties in the south. So we basically just had the, the first round, which was where a couple got knocked out to get us down to the last sort of 16 in, in north and the south. It does stay regionalised till quite late on, I think, uh, when it becomes... I'm not sure how late it is. It might be like semi-finals, where, which opens it up. It's really down to the last eight or last four, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, oh yeah, the fixtures on the website. Any standout for you in particular? Um, Oakley Exton looks all right. Both, both sides in form. 
extra of traveling to Italy, though. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's a good level of that one for me. I think that'd be all right. That. Yeah, also in the north, Daisy Hill Pilkington. That you know, that both oh, teams yeah. doing really well. Pilts are top, Daisy Hill a third. So a good indicator that one to see where they're at. Yeah, in the south, um ooh. a Stockport Town Brookton looks all right. That looks it, tasty. It, it does. There's a bit of a Derby Fo Foley Mayor Abbey Holton as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But and, and with the short amateurs, New Mills will probably be a good game as well. Mm. Mm. At the Selco Builders Warehouse Community Stadium. Yeah. The the longest um, sponsorship ground name in football, I reckon. They're playing to Selco Builders, though, for stumping up and backing the local team. Well, if, if anybody knows of any longer football stadium title than the Selco Builders Warehouse Community Stadium, then, you know, definitely like to hear it. So, yeah, obviously that's going on this weekend. There's no first division games because of that. Um, actually, there's one. Sorry, there's a rearranged game. Uh, Stockport Georgians against Roaster. Um, they've arranged that themselves. They brought it forward from November. Right, bit of forward planning. That's what I like to see. That's what we keep yeah. telling clubs. Have a look. See what yeah. you can do. Yep, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apart from that, like, like you said, there's a full um, Premier Division fixtures started on Friday evening, Gary. There is. AFC Liverpool at home, which immediately gets me scratching my chin. You know, subject to you know gale force winds. This what send me the pilot does to you, Martin. When you I send me the that. Pilot, I might go that, Gary. I, I'm I'm tempting myself. I, I might take the league brolly if they've been produced by then. I might have a little mooch along because Chris always gets the uh, Mr. Kipling French fancies out for the lads. Yeah. So that's Friday evening. Um, yeah, I'll see you there, AFC Liverpool by Aldswick. Um, any, anything else um, on the Premier Division from the weekend? There's a full fixture list in the Premier Division. Um, another 10 games. Um, yeah, this, this... That, that nine of them kick off three o'clock with FC Man against Paddyham kicking off at six o'clock. Yeah, absolutely. Low Breck Northwich Victoria again. Didn't they only meet the other week? Oh, West Ditch being Chorlton versus Congleton. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah. yeah. As um, always, always good games. It's just a case of but, whatever game you go to, what's that? be decent. Yeah. I think Berry Avro will be a good game, to be honest. Yeah, that could be quite yeah. uh, feisty. Well, they're both doing well. You know, Berry, not so much in the league, but obviously they've had the cup distraction. Um, Avril doing well in the league, yeah. Charlotte Longridge, a bit of a derby there. Some some good games this weekend. Yeah, so check one out anyway. That's what yeah, I say. Oh, the Remy at home to well. Yeah. Um, what else have we got to talk about before we go? We're just conscious that it's an hour. Oh, Club um, of the Month, Club of the Month, Dublin Award um, announced today. So, Club yes, of the Month yes. September 2022. So, in the Premier Division, Withenshaw Town. Yeah, good winners. 100% um, record, six games, six wins. Can't argue with that, you know. But, like I said, Berry and Berry and Congleton had good seasons in the FA Cup, beating higher division opponents. But, you know, they've both lost some league games in the month, which sort of neutralise yeah, it out. It doesn't do the score yeah. system, does it? There is no. a, every year, we publicise it somewhere along the line. We always drop it out. 
and still people say, I'd love to see your scoring system. Come on, have a look, it's there somewhere. Yeah, I put it on Twitter today, actually, because somebody said, how on earth do you get... In fact, it was somebody... Every season, the season put it out, and the same people still ask. They don't want it. it was in the First Division North, I think. So, Easy Hill were the winners in the First Division North, so well done to them. Yeah. Um, some good wins. He won at Clitheroe as well, which... Um, that was in the Langston Trophy. Um, yeah, somebody asked me about Pilkington. Well, Pilkington, the top of the league, they, they haven't lost a game. Why, why are they not in it? Well, they only played twice in the month. You've got a, three is the qualifying um, minimum number of games to qualify for Club of the Month. So, so basically, system as well. Let, yeah, let, let's come back to that in one sec, just to round off. The first division south was Cheadle Town. So they just pipped um, Stockport. And um, with the short amateurs, so they had they had a good month. Yeah, they did. But yeah, like you say, it's a scoring system to, to decide club of the month. Get various points depending on whether the game's home or away. Um, the quality of opposition comes into it, whether it's the same level as you or a higher level or a lower level. Um, then points are then added up, divided by the number of games in the month that you played. Uh, three is the, the minimum number of games you need to play. And you get a, uh, an average number of points. And whoever's top of that points is is Club of the Month. So it was something that was adopted in 2014 when it was agreed. Um, and we've played by that, that rule since, you know, for eight years now. Probably longer as well. Maybe it was just tweaked in 2014, but it seems a fair system. Um There'll never be a 100% foolproof system and people will always have their opinions on it, but I think it's fair, really. I think the clubs do as well because no one's ever really typed up at the ATM saying, right, I've got an idea, we're going to scrap that system and bring this system in or propose anything different. By and large, it, it is people, you know, people to be taken on board. Um, yeah. And there is no madness and we don't get too many... No, too many so, so I'd, I'd basically see the, um, see the league website uh, see the league Twitter today. Um, I put a tweet on to one somebody who responded um, with with the calculations and what they all are and how they worked out. It's all transparent. So yeah, great. Um, exclusive news, Gary. Love an exclusive, me. Yeah. So because we can, why not? Well, we are directors. Let's yeah. indulge. <laughs> but we're going to announce the player of the month. Award winners. Oh, oh, you absolute cards. Get in for, there, man. Oh, September. I mean, getting announced tomorrow at 10 o'clock or Friday at 10 o'clock. This podcast comes out at 7 o'clock. So, technically, it's three hours. I'll be on me, I'll be on me train this, this morning, tweeting away or Facebooking away or whatever. I'll yeah. tell you, I don't think Instagram can't stand Instagram. I, I'm, I'm 47, I'm not 14. I, I can't figure it out. Getting hot with that, hard. Anyway, I took mine off about an hour ago. Yeah. Scorchio. Anyway. So, so yeah, it's getting announced at 10 o'clock and the podcast comes out at what, 7 o'clock. So, you know, those mm-hmm. who listen to the podcast, it's a bit of a treat for who won player of the month. So, um, un- unlike the, um, what do you call it? The club of the month. These are, these are based on two criteria really one is a nomination by the club of who they want to put forward for player of the month um, and the reasons why 
you know, tell us the number of goal games he played, goals, assists, man of the matches, clean sheets, all that type of stuff. Um, so it's based on clubs actually submitting someone. Uh, and it's also... How many times do we tell them, though, Martin? And well, we tell yeah. them behind the scenes as well. At the end of the month, get something in. Get a few paragraphs yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. Out, since they've done all right. Tell us. Well, it's... Don't just go, ah, they've all been rubbish. I'll, 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 tell, I'll tell listeners and watchers now, there was eight clubs this month who didn't nominate anybody. So, no, There's eight clubs that, with players there who'll be looking at the website this morning or indeed watching this exclusive on the podcast thinking, I could be up for this. And he's not yeah. even been nominated. Yeah, so to, to counteract that argument, the, there's, we also um, produce a list um, of basically... Players who've scored the most goals in the month, kept the most clean sheets in the month, won the most man of the matches in the month. Um, goals, clean sheets, man of the matches. I think that's it. Might you say that on a plate. And basically, for, for those who do that, we, we send them through for consideration as well. Because basically, if, if, somebody, if some player scores nine goals in a month and gets four man of the matches, and they don't, and the club can't be bothered nominating. Then they still deserve to win. It's not the players' fault that the chair, the secretary hasn't wrote anything. So we do that, you know, just so we don't miss anyone out who's a worthy winner, really. Um, so anyway, drum roll. Um, Premier Division Player of the Month is um, Louis Holt from Charnet Richard. Oh, ah, congratulations, Louis! Yeah. Yeah, he's had a great impact at the club since uh, moving from Earlham. He moved at the end of August. Um, a couple of games, you know, for him to make the first team. Um, but in September, he's played four games and won three man of the matches in those four games. So you can't sort of argue with that, really. Um, he's also scored four goals. So, full of game ratio. Um, combination of the two is, yeah, that's why he's been selected. It, it is just to say as well. It's a panel who, who does this decision. You know, once they've got all the evidence, as I'm not. I'm, no, I'm not on the panel. No. Mr. Stokes is heavily involved in that, and we, we do have a, an awards coordinator because obviously Martin's got eleven jobs to do. And I'm plus, plus I, I I come on a panel where which is directly related to a club. So hey, could come back. Yep, that's a good point. Great. Um, so, yeah, well done to Louis. Um, first Division North um, is Connor Hughes from Daisy Hill. So not, not too surprising there, given the fact that obviously Daisy are flying club and so is Connor. Yeah, so phenomenal month for Connor. He played in four games for Daisy Hill with a superb return of six goals in those games. I like you with that, can you? No, and that, to be honest, that's one of the reasons why Daisy Hill actually won Club of the Month as well, really, because of Connor's form. So, well done to Connor. Um, in the First Division South, um, Liam Robinson from Abbey Hulton United. Oh, not, so, not been many winners from Abbey Hulton over the last couple of years. So fair no, and, and also not often that defenders win this award. So, um, yeah. they do win it, though, when they stand out as much as, um, as Liam has this month and, and they're recognised for doing so. So, teams played in the month four, Man of the Match nominations, four. No-brainer in it, and yeah, I'm sure yeah, there's some good back in there from the club as well to back that up. 
and that's where defenders really come into their own when they do win it. They've really been heavily backed by the club. Well, you know, if someone man of the matches in this league, for those who don't know, is selected by the opposition at the end of the game. So you don't pick your own. The opposition picks who stood out against them. Um, and to, to be honest, it is done fairly, I think, in this league. But if a player wins four out of four, where the opposition picks it in a month, obviously having a good month, they've stood out in every game. So, we, we, we go big on respect and protocols and so on. Yeah. To, to the, the detriment of some people who, whose head it wrecks. But yeah. we do, we, we always try and be nice. It's nice to be nice. Uh, goalkeeper of the month um, in the Premier Division is Elliot Wynn from Withenshaw Town. Again, probably not a great surprise. No, no, well done, Elliot. You know, five games played in the month. He's kept three clean sheets in those five games. And in the other two games, he let one goal in each game. So only conceded two in the month. Pretty good. Uh, um, first Division North was... Thank you. First division was north was Jacob McCoy from South Liverpool. South, right, fair play. I've seen yeah. him a couple of times recently. He's been, yeah, he's a good player. Good player. Yeah, yeah. So he's um, he played but three games in the month. North's a bit different. You play less games in the north because it's so midweek. There's no midweek games, you know. Plus, obviously, the passing of the Queen meant that we had a week without games. So there wasn't many first division north games played this month. Um, Three games he played, uh, one man of the match in one of them. Um, no no clean sheets, but he didn't concede that many goals. And to be honest, he probably would have been much more without him in there. He wouldn't concede, so. Probably had a good submission um, as well from the club again. It's like when a defender wins yeah. the player awards. You know, obviously, these are eyes and ears at the game, so they see what's going on. Yeah. I don't know, some very weird statistic from the North for this month. There was only one player. There was only one player in the whole first division north who picked up two man of the match wins in September. Every other player, every other player got one one nomination for man of the match. There was no nobody got three. Nobody got four. One player got two, and everyone else was one. Sounds like a fairly average, uh, a fairly average month. It's a strange month, isn't it? You don't rarely get that. Anyway, um, in the first division south um, was Joseph Lawton from Abbey Hay. Ah, coincided so, with Yeah, and again, five games played. He kept two clean sheets out of those five games um, and conceded just the five goals in the month. So, you know, one, like game, can you? But, no, one goal a game average. Yeah, brilliant. Oh, yeah, well done to um, Louis, Connor and Liam for Players of the Month and oh, Elliot, yeah. Jacob and Joseph for Goalkeeper of the Month. Absolutely, and fair play to the clubs as well for backing the players by nominating them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it does, does help. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, well, definitely. there we have it. Football, folks. That was a rather intense night on there. Uh, 75 minutes of good quality football and hopefully we haven't bored you to death and we've uh, enlightened you on some of the magical mysteries of the Northwest Counties Football League and give you a bit of an insight. It's not rocket science. We always try yeah. to be fairly transparent. Yeah. We try to be uh, fairly balanced on what we do, apart from wanting lads to shoot up the table, as you do. Um, yeah. Obviously, um, it's been a pleasure. So, 
don't forget to watch the end credits as well. It tells you what to do about these these buttons that you see around the screens as well. Or if you're watching it on a really big screen, right up there where it says subscribe or like or whatever. Something to do with algorithms. Again, it's a bit like Instagram algorithms. I'll Google it at some point and maybe when I'm on my hospital deathbed. Oh, so that's what algorithms were. We should have paid more attention. But anyway, if you, if you do a like, it helps. If you subscribe, it helps. So, um, Martin, you're off to Ashton Town this weekend. Yeah. Off. Might, yeah, almost certainly AFC on Friday night. And I might toddle along somewhere within walking distance on Saturday. I've just remembered I've got snooker tomorrow night. I can't I can't come down to Liverpool. Are you practising already? No, it's a league game. League game. League snooker play, you say? Yeah. No wonder I got me backside surrounded by me in a black ball in the summer. Cheers, mate. <laughs> anyway, this has been episode 10 in season 9 of County's podcast. Naturally, we'll be back next week. You may be wondering why Zach isn't here. We forgot to ask. Anyway. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I did. Uh, so I'm anyway. sure we'll have some company with us next week. We have got one or two things in the pipeline. Yeah, um, I was going to say, we're not asking him next week either because we've got um, we've got somebody joining us. We have, yes. More on that next week, but um, hopefully the first of many. And if you're a manager or a chairman or a secretary who's watching this thinking, you know what, I could do with getting word out about our wonderful club and what we're doing and what we're up to. And we've got a sportsman's dinner coming up as well. I'm going to have a chat with Mr Langley and Martin. Give us a shout. Anyway, it's been a blast. Like, subscribe. It's been a pleasure. Martin, and thank you as well. Oh, thanks, Gary. Bye, everybody.